Welcome to Keeping It Real podcast with Kim Har and Kim Spence Mullen. We're real life friends who discuss real life problems in a real life way. As you listen to this podcast, we celebrate the good, support you through the bad, and point you to a real life God who has the answers. We invite you to join us at the table where together we'll laugh, sometimes we'll cry, but most importantly, our promise is to show up and do real life together. Hi, friends. Welcome back. And we are so excited that you're here. Who's we? I'm Kim Spence Mullen and Kim Har and I are with you today. And this is keeping it real, keeping and as we say so many times, Kim, I mean, if people could be in on and maybe we'll do a live podcast, <laughs> maybe someday. <laughs> and, and we'll see. <laughs> but but we laugh so much when we're just talking about things as we're getting prepared for the podcast. And we love doing it, which is why we do it. That's because right. it's so much fun. But we um, need a bloopers reel, though. <laughs> yes, a bloopers reel. That's a perfect idea. We'll have to get our editor, our editor in chief on that. <laughs> you know, we're so fancy. That's right. <laughs> okay. Well, I tell you what, we are really looking forward to today's podcast. Um, because as you've heard us talk about, you know, Kim and I sat one day at lunch and, you know, hours later, we realized we have been talking all this time and how fun is this? And wouldn't it be fun to have people, you know, if we could meet for lunch every day, wouldn't that be great and bring all of our friends with us? And of course, that's just not possible to do in our world because we work and we have lives outside of work and we have families. And, but yet this is the way we found to do that Mm -hmm. is to be together and to invite you, our friends. And some of you are new. I love hearing about new people that are joining and following, and we would love for you to do that. Make sure to go ahead and follow the podcast, because then that gives you a notice right. every time a new one comes on, so you can listen, and wherever you are, we're so Share it with others. Yes, yes, share it. You know, you can do that on your phone. If you're listening, you, know, you share it, it can go right to their phone, their email, and yeah, fun. That's right. <laughs> okay, so today's topic, finding friends. You know, I I think we both were like, I've got friends in new, new. places. <laughs> <laughs> That's our topic today is finding friends in new places. Not low places. Not low, no. Because we were talking, again, talking about friendship and talking about finding friends. And I think today, on the one hand, we feel like, Hey, I'm more connected than ever because mm-hmm. I can get on social media, connect with people that I haven't seen in a long time. And then on the other hand, are we, is that real? I mean, are we fooling ourselves that we really are finding friends right now? Well, you know, even when we joke about, you know, the country song, I've got friends in low places. Mm-hmm. We are wanting to find friends in new places, but I think that it's because we get in low places. And I was telling you before we actually began taping Mm -hmm. is that loneliness as that is at an all time high and half of all Americans report feeling lonely and it is considered a silent epidemic. We, you know, you said 
that we are more connected by like things like social media. We've got all these friends in, in looking at all those friends, we're feeling more disconnected. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I've got Christmas villages up Mm -hmm. and um, when you look in those Christmas villages, you can look from the outside in Mm -hmm. and it's called an interior series, little Christmas village. And so you can see like the people sitting at the table. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think social media can be like that. Mm. I'm on the outside looking in and when I see what you're doing and I'm not or how connected you are. Yeah. And I'm not. Yeah. It actually increases dissatisfaction. You know, I I had so I had an experience where I was actually there's a a networking group that's on Facebook that I have been following and they've they just it's like an organically grown type of situation and they constantly have events going on and I found myself one day I'm I'm keeping it real people <laughs> I found myself one day in this almost feeling of a not really a panic but like this like, oh my gosh, I should be doing that. I should be offering this or offering that or being a part of this group or being, you know, mm-hmm. going to the campfire thing, going to the breakfast. And I really had to talk to myself and say, what is this about? What are you feeling this way for? Right. What's that pressure about? Yeah. Is it because I was feeling disconnected from my own circle or was it because I felt a need to connect in a new way. I really had to kind of sit and think about that because I I thought if I'm feeling this way, surely somebody else is. So yeah. as we're talking about that today, if you found, like Kim said, like you're on the outside looking in and like, you know, somebody let me in type of feeling, you are not alone. That's right. Well, I hear all the time, you know, people saying things like, gosh, I'm so lonely and I don't know how to make friends. Mm. I don't know where to go to make friends. I, I feel silly at my age going and saying, will you be my friend? <laughs> uh, but yeah. sometimes that's really what it's about. Yeah. Um, I have a keeping it real question for okay. you. Okay. All right. Here we go. All right. So, <laughs> and I'll let you maybe choose or you can answer both because I kind of, they, they tie hand in hand. Okay. Um, one is when you look at your, especially your social media mm-hmm. and compare it to your actual circle of friends, mm. how many of your social media friends how many you know ballpark however many that is how Mm -hmm. many do you actually meet with spend time with really connect with yeah or is it more of an outside looking in Hmm. and then i'll ask you a part two in a minute okay um (laughs) well it's that is a great question um so think about yourself as you're (laughs) (laughs) um i am Gosh, I would probably say, well, it's I don't know the percentage, but it's very small. Yeah. Small. I don't even know if it would be 5% of of the people. I mean, maybe 1%. If I was really thinking about it, you know, that that I'm in regular, consistent Mm -hmm. communication with. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Uh, And there's a part of, I think I went to a restaurant I don't know, not that long ago. And I saw somebody that was a social media friend. Mm -hmm. And because I had been able to see what they were up to, I felt like when I saw them, oh, you know, I was asking them, how did that event go? (laughs) And they looked at me and I realized they didn't know who I was. (laughs) 
<laughs> now it was somebody I'd gone to school with yeah. years and years ago. Yeah. But it was this false sense of intimacy mm. that it, it almost hurt my feelings that they yeah. didn't know who I was. Yeah. But it was also, you know, this eye opening, okay, wait a minute. Okay, yeah. that that may be great to connect and I don't want to, you know, dog social media because there's a time and a place for it. Sure. We're but on it right now. <laughs> we are. We are. Yeah. But we don't want that to become our only source. Exactly. Um, all right. So my second part of the question okay. is when it comes to making friends, mm -hmm. are you more introverted, extroverted? Is it easy for you to make friends, harder to make new friends? You know, it depends on if you would ask this question at different stages in my life. I think I look back and I think as a little girl, I was very outgoing, easy to make friends. Um, and then, you know, different awkward stages of life kind of thing. I, I think that I'm somewhere in between because I'm an only child. So I didn't have an automatic circle of brothers or sisters around me. Um, and so I was very content to play by myself. I, you know, had stuffed animals <laughs> and, and a dog, you know, that kind of thing. So I was content in that way, but yet I, um, I never have felt like it. I needed a lot of friends, so to speak. But, you know, at this point in my life, I'm single. I, um, you know, my son is older, so he has his own life and I enjoy friendships now in a brand new way. Um, because it's it keeps me connected and it keeps me um, it fills my tank now so probably now I I enjoy it in a completely different way how about you I am actually pretty extroverted okay and I think that maybe because what I do for a living is I talk to people all the time mm -hmm. so I find it very easy to talk to people and I think that Maybe just one of the the gifts on the inside that the Lord's given me is mm -hmm. I can make people feel at ease and and begin those conversations and and it's it's kind of funny when I go out, I will meet a complete stranger, <laughs> and by the time I leave, I know all about their life yeah. and I'm thinking, yeah. how did that happen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I don't want to confuse that with friendship. Sure. Uh, because I think I'm like you. I'm in a dis different season in life, and my time sometimes can be limited. Mm -hmm. So I have actually been very intentional about which are the friendships that I want to commit to right. and really pour into those right. and which ones pour back into me. Yes. So I think it's easy for me to make friends, yeah. but it really takes work in really cultivating those friendships. Yeah. I, I love what you said about you know going out and talking to people. I find I do that you know there's a commercial where it's like we're not turning into our parents and <laughs> yes. have you seen that yes. and and the one of the things they do is you know talk to the you know the the boy who's bagging the groceries or like you're doing such a good job <laughs> and I was at Brahms the other night this is I was so I was kind of embarrassed actually and I so I you know the the guys putting stuff in the bags and I had quite a few things because I did not feel like going to the regular grocery store so I got my groceries done there and so he's putting them in the sacks and I'm like I said you're doing such a good <laughs> job with you know I said you're you've only used three sacks I said I would have taken you know and then I realized I'm and and he's just looking at me I bet this Spencer young was guy with you he would have died oh he would have yeah he probably would have been outside <laughs> I'll be right back mom but 
Yeah, and he's just staring at me, and I thought, I think I've done the, <laughs> you're turning into your parents, yes. you know, thing. <laughs> and, but I, I, when I am in a mode of talking a lot, like, I'll be quiet after that. Mm -hmm. So sometimes that's what I mean. It's like this, you know, balance of, but yeah, that doesn't replace friendships. I mean, I, I think now the friendships I have, I don't know how many new ones I've created. That's, yeah. that's a, a good thing, you know, cause we're talking about how do you make new friends? Mm -hmm. If you have come through a season of change in your life, you know, some, for some women, maybe now they're single, a widow for whatever reason, divorce, and your friendships might need mm -hmm. to change or you might want to change you know, so. Well, and it may not be that your season has changed. It may be that your friend's season mm. has changed. Mm. You know, they may have, I have a, a dear friend of mine and her husband passed away recently. Mm -hmm. And I thought I want to be very intentional to make sure and really cultivate this friendship because people don't realize sometimes when a season of life changes for somebody else, it actually can change the season of a friendship. Yes. And, and you forget that if you were doing things as a couple before mm -hmm. yep. and now that's not going to be that way mm -hmm. that can be a very lonely time yep same thing if it, you know if mm -hmm. a child goes off to college mm -hmm. maybe you've had kids and they're a few years apart mm -hmm. and their child's gone to college and yours hasn't yeah. or yours hasn't they haven't <laughs> yeah so i think it's just kind of recognizing seasons change and it's not just always our season yeah it can be our friends seasons right very good okay so we are talking um, about and making friends, finding friends in new places. But how do we get started? Where do we find people? You know, it might just be, I'm just ready for a change in my life. I'd like to meet some new people, but I don't want to have to go to the, you know, whatever class to do that. But how do I do that, Kim? Oh, that can be hard, especially the older we get, because we aren't out as much. You know, when we're young, we're going, we may be going to school somewhere and we've got other people that have got a similar interest. Mm -hmm. Or we may be working and as we get older, we work less mm -hmm. or we stop working. And so I think it actually begins to take more effort mm -hmm. because we have to make ourselves available. Yeah. And, you know, it's hard when we can feel vulnerable, okay, I'm going to put myself out there, but we begin to really tell ourselves things and psych ourselves out. You know, I'm going to go somewhere, but what if somebody doesn't like me? Mm. Or I'm going to, you know, I'm going to look stupid. Or, mm -hmm. or we, you know, mm -hmm. we really begin to tell our things that makes us pull back mm -hmm. and not put ourselves out there. So I think a big thing is, <laughs> I say, practice getting out there practice talking to people good idea you know just <laughs> i'm laughing because um last week i had a doctor's appointment and i'm in the bathroom and i look down and i i see this lady next to me she's got cute shoes on <laughs> and i'm that weird lady in the bathroom that's like talking to the shoes and i'm like oh cute shoes <laughs> and so we get out and yeah. we, we you know it's lighthearted, mm -hmm. but it may be actually practice talking to people mm -hmm. because it's not a, just something that comes easy for everybody right Right. And I think conversation skills, it, it is kind of a lost art anymore because we 
text and we're used to texting one line or two lines or thumbs um, up yeah <laughs> exactly heart emoji <laughs> laughing crying face you know <laughs> yeah all that kind of stuff we, we just need to carry around little paddles with the little emojis on. i love that there you go yeah <laughs> you know i think making an effort and not getting discouraged if it doesn't work the first time mm-hmm a few years ago, my husband and I moved into a new housing addition, mm-hmm. and I decided it was right when Tom Hanks' movie came out on Mr. Rogers, and it was called Won't You Be My Neighbor? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I went to this effort of putting together a flyer, and I called it Won't You Be My Neighbor? And I hand-delivered I it to that. my neighbors, and I said, hey, I'm going to have some desserts. I'd just like to get to know you. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of sad. One couple showed up. Really? And I thought... You know, Mm -hmm. you could think, why try? These people aren't friendly. And it's really going out and trying again and keeping putting yourself out there again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you think about that. How many of your neighbors do you actually know that you live around? I mean, I, I really, I think in, you know, different times in my life, different neighborhoods I've lived in. Yeah, there were times where I knew two or three of them, but then times I didn't know any. Of them was that, that were different me. when you were a child? Um, yes. Because when yes. I was a child, we knew. I remember as a child, yes. I knew the neighbors all around me. Yes. They knew me. And I think as culture has changed a little bit, society has changed. Yeah. Neighbors don't know each other. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I mean, because that's how your parents knew where you were is your you'd they ride your bike on to, each other. Yeah, and you'd ride your bike to your friend's house, and you know the. Uh, little group of bikes would be sitting in the yard of whoever's house and and definitely I can even still think back as my neighborhood in as a kid I I can remember the houses and mm-hmm. whose they were I mean definitely different now yeah. I know oh, yeah. isn't that sad it is it is yeah. so what a good thing to keep in mind mm-hmm. in how do we change that yeah. and we can't control what other people do right but I can control what I do right I can make the effort and I think we've replaced networking with um, really cultivating friendships what we call networking you know we, and we feel like oh I'm connecting with all these great people but usually there's a motive behind right. it, you know, and so just to create a community out of that is that's that takes work. Yeah. Yeah. Where do people go nowadays? We mentioned briefly, where can people go to actually meet new people and maybe begin a friendship? You know, I think there I say networking is evil and now I say I <laughs> but go to a networking group. <laughs> Just don't have a motive. <laughs> but I mean, there is, there, it does serve a purpose at times. If, it, especially like what you were talking about earlier, to have the practice mm-hmm. of getting in conversations with people. Those are great places to go to just kind of get a little bit of a heads up of, of really how to start a conversation, how to get comfortable telling people what you do and a little bit about yourself and yet usually you're not going to have to talk for 30 minutes so it's not overkill but then you know there are also um groups women's groups that have different activities that are offered um you know there are 
like the painting classes or take a class mm -hmm. on something that might be out there. What about you? you? Know, well, I want to go to when you talked about networking because that's something that initially might have been scary for me. Mm -hmm. And it maybe me wouldn't too. have been in my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. So I would have been maybe one of those women that said, mm, no, I'm not going. Mm -hmm. What if I have nothing to share? What if it's stupid? Right. Um, so I think that there's a part of, I would say, on the other side, it may be when I see a neighbor out making, you know, making a garden or tending mm -hmm. weeds or raking leaves, I can actually go out and go talk to my neighbor. Yeah. It may be, you know, going and there are so many groups around shared shared life experiences. Mm -hmm. As a therapist, I'm always recommending things like um classes like grief share mm -hmm. if you've gone through loss whether it's divorce care if you've gone through a divorce mm -hmm. whether it's mothers of preschoolers the mops groups mm -hmm. whether mm -hmm. it is you know my mom has a bible study of women and these are she's been doing it for 30 years and so they started they were probably my age and yeah. i remember thinking even then they were really old <laughs> and it's like 30 years later and there's a core group of women that just do life together and they meet on a weekly basis. So whether it's asking people, hey, do you know of a group? Yeah. It may be asking and, and being willing to put yourself out there and be uncomfortable. I went to a training um, for my therapy, I don't know, a few months ago. And a woman was sitting at my table and she was an older lady. And we began talking and she was telling me how lonely she was. Mm. And she was in town, didn't have any family here. And I told her, I, I said, can I have your phone number? I said, my mom's got a Bible study. I think you'd really love it. Mm -hmm. And months later, my mom's talking to me about this lady that's been coming to her, her group. Mm. And it was, you know, being willing to actually reach out and connect and find. And so I encourage, ask people, hey, do you know of a place? Uh, do you go anywhere? Yeah. And how can I, you know, can I tag along? Yeah. That's great. I love that, Kim. Well, as we wrap up today, I was thinking too, and remember that other people are probably feeling the same way that you mm -hmm. are. You know, we, we feel like some people have it all together and, and they aren't going to feel that way or feel the same thing that I do. But most of the time, people feel just like you. Mm -hmm. So, so realize that you are not in it alone. That's right. That's <laughs> yeah. right. Well, as we close today's episode, we want to say how excited we are to have you as our friend. Welcome. We invite you to join us every two weeks as we dive into what it means to be real, raw, and restored. We promise to keep it real and come as we are so that you too can come as you are.